0: I said it the other night, I almost got kind of to remember. Uh, I want to say it again. Everyone in here is important because you are getting ready to be used of God in this church. Souls are coming in, and there's going to be people that's going to meet be praying for people and encouraging people. And, and that's important. I did that for five years at New Beginnings over there. I, I just walked around and just talked to people and encouraged them. You know, if they were going through something, amen. I remember some of them would light up, man, when you give them the word of God, you know, they got an answer from God. You know what I'm saying? So they just lit up. And I thank God for it. I, I just thank God for what he's doing, amen? And I think that's what we all need to be getting ready for. Probably about 90% of Kota Holmes don't know the Lord. <laughs> and you know what? we got to be ready when they do know him. Because they're going to be like babes, desiring the sincere milk of God's word, you know? I've always said it like that, you know, when I was preaching about the shepherd. You know, the shepherd... uh he has a tough job because he has to feed the sheep. And you know what? He has to feed them good stuff. And when the shepherd looks for that sheep to grow up, <laughs> amen. Yeah. To be able to produce other sheep. Amen. A shepherd don't make much money. He do not stay in business long if the sheep are barren. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's the truth. I never, dawned taught on. Never dawned on me that you know God would maybe one day use me, but He has. I'm not joking I preached to hundreds of people. I, I preached to a lot of people so much I don't I don't remember. I preached on a job. I'd go deliver stuff. I would get somebody mad at me. Somebody liked it. mean, you just but you know you got to plant that seed, right? I remember one time, me and Janice used to go to the. Abuse women, Faith House and, and Lafayette. And look, Ray, brother, i tell you what, you, you don't know what sorrow is to you looking in these ladies' faces. Some of them were busted. I mean, eyes busted. I mean, and they were just looking for an answer, amen? Hallelujah. Lord, I had to stain them. <laughs> now it's going to give me some more problems. All right, that's all right. We're going to make it work, brother. I'm trying to squeeze it, with it do But anyway, I ain't going to hear myself after all. <laughs> that's all right. And we go over there and, 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 and you talk about ladies, they will light up when you tell them about Jesus. You know, we, they went there with no hope. But you give them Jesus, they 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 revive, they 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 look for a hope. And that's what the gospel does, amen. And you know what? I've I've watched it so many times, I've preached and 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 you know they, I remember one lady we had we were praying for her, and she, one day we went visit a church, and guess what she's doing? She's sitting in that church. I was so encouraged. and I said, look, Jan, that's her. But we're the one preached to her. We're the one that, you know, you don't, you see that. And, 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 and the seed is growing, it's spreading. Don't look for a field that won't grow anything. You plant expecting. Amen. Here in Coda Homes, we have to plant expecting. Amen. And you know, to do that, we have to grow ourselves. I'm not in, you know, I find myself, I told Janice that, I, I've grown so much in the last, I don't know, year, I guess. Uh, I've grown so much and I've, spiritually I'm talking about, and maybe physically too much. <laughs> but there are some things that I've, I've picked up in the last year, I had not picked up all in my Christian walk. I don't know Why? There's some lights that are coming on that I never came on before. You get what I'm saying? It's like a, a brand new look at God, a brand new faith. You know, I was born again. I, I trusted the Lord. That's not what I'm saying. I wasn't that one when I wasn't saved. But I, that you know, you grew, I'm growing. <laughs> I'm growing in the spirit. Oh, I feel the presence of God. I'm growing, learning more about God, learning more about his, the faith that I need in him to be able to grow, to understand what his word says. Listen, me and Janice, we raise our family. We raise some good kids. Huh, <laughs> You know, there's nothing more enjoyable, and I'm going to tell you what, my kids better not come to my house and say, we love, you know, we, we, love, we they better let me know they're there. I get offended when they don't notice me. <laughs> you know why? Because I raised them from a little acorn. Now there's some complete nuts, some of them. <laughs> but you know, I want... <laughs> I'm looking for boogie back there. I know... What I expect from them is love. We love you, Daddy. Amen. I remember I got a card from one of them for my, what it was a birthday or something? I don't know what it was. You know what? They, they, they couldn't gave me a million dollars. One of them said, Dad, I love you. And I thank God for you. Thank God for what you do for me. Oh man, I'll tell you what, that that card, that card made such a difference. <laughs> People say, well, big deal. This is a big deal. That's what I want. I want, I'm looking for love in return because me and their mama gave them them love. We gave them Jesus. There's not one of them that don't know they need to pray. There's not one of them that know that Jesus is the way. I'm not saying we did everything perfect, okay? Believe me. I didn't say we, we, we said everything right. But one thing, they know their, their mom and dad loves them. You know why, Ray? We put that in them. We planted that in them. Because there's nothing me and her wouldn't do for those kids. I'm going to be honest with you. Now we're getting older and older. and Bugs older. <laughs> will get married one day. He's going to have kids. It's just going to be me and her. And we'd be looking for that knock. Daddy, mama, y'all home? (laughs) All them little 15 grandchildren, whatever we got. How many we got? Oh, eight, but it'll it'll be 15. Boogie didn't get married yet. It'll be 15. (laughs) (laughs) Hannah didn't start yet. Okay, we still got a couple of them to pop a few, hallelujah. But anyway, but you know, all those years (laughs) of, of raising kids, and 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 planting in them the word of God, we're looking for some love back. Come on, somebody! Oh, and it's the same thing with God, right? Listen to me. the when we when we sow into God's grace and mercy and understanding and learning, I'm looking for it back. Listen, me and my wife. I'm not bragging, or and she'll tell you we were faithful to this ministry and wherever we went. And you know what, I told the Lord, I said, Lord, I don't want to sound like I'm complaining, but you know what? If we sold faithfulness, I want faithfulness. If we sold diligence, I want diligence in this church. You know what I'm saying? We, we know, we, we're, not, we're not doing this for our health, well, spiritual health. <laughs> we want to see souls saved. We want to see lives change. We want to see people, people get right with God. Me and my wife has sold a lot of time and effort and prayer and money even. <laughs> over and over. You know what? Because God was preparing me. You know, I, I had to support somebody before I could get the support. I had to sow to somebody else before I could get, reap the harvest. Now, the reason why I'm saying that is because a, I'm trying to put it in a, in a simplest possible way that I can. How to grow. In the Lord. Do you want saved children? You come to church. You want saved children, good home? You tell them about Jesus. Not just tell them. Be an example. Listen to me. Listen. Isaac's a dump truck driver. You know who taught him how to drive a dump truck? And he's making money for his family. He's doing the same thing I've done. <laughs> and he's, ma- he, you know what? I mean? We're gonna have to teach him something. We have to teach the word to them. And if they see you overcoming the Lord, they'll overcome the Lord. They'll see Mom and Daddy stood on the Word of God, and God blessed them. They stood in what God said. <laughs> Amen. I'm still growing, but I'm not a baby anymore. Come on, somebody. Listen, you've been sitting in church long enough, praise God. It's time to grow up. If you've been sitting in church, you're listening to the gospel. It's time to apply that and grow up. It's time to grow up in the Lord. Because I'm telling you right now, y'all, I'm not drinking milk anymore. I'm chewing some good stuff. I'm eating the meat. (laughs) I'm eating what God gave me. But I started on a bottle. I started with a nipple. <laughs> you know, I got saved, and anytime I'd have trouble, wha- whining like a baby. I still whine like a baby sometimes. <laughs> but I had to grow, <laughs> I, had to, I had to understand. This morning, Janice was bringing some coffee. She dropped some coffee all over the floor. And I, I said, What happened? That would have been me? Oh, I'd have blamed the devil. I've been, listen. <laughs> I don't have that quite patience yet. You know, I ask the Lord for patience, and I tell him to hurry up. <laughs> Come on, somebody. I'm trying to grow, right? <laughs> really? I'm trying to grow, y'all. I'm trying to. I told Janice, I'm tired of just running around uh, full of anxiety. I got to slow down. The other day, me and Boogie was on the job. Hey, man, I had it all planned out. Man, I, it was a good job. Man. I, I was going to haul that dirt and everything. Good money. Truck gets stuck. Nobody to pull me out. And look, I wasn't happy. <laughs> I was not a happy camper because you know I hadn't made my mind up that I was gonna have a good day. Boogie spends most of the time, he knows how it is. One time I was working on my truck and I could hear Boogie pray, Lord, please let him fix that. Please, God, let him get it, God. <laughs> <laughs> <a good> <laughs> he's praying for me <laughs> he's praying for me seriously he's praying for me okay let me read some scriptures okay Hallelujah. God is good I want to turn to 1st Peter chapter uh, 2 verse 2 God is good amen Lord the Lord this message is going to be are you growing spiritually Listen, a baby is a baby. And you can expect a baby to fall down. You can expect a baby to take two or three steps. You can expect a baby. This is baby stuff. Listen, I went to church for years, brother, and I'm going to tell you right now, I watch Christians never grow one inch. It's still on the bottle. But in the gospel, the Bible warns us about not growing. Listen, I've seen some people sincerely save, love God, but they just don't want no meat. Spiritual meat. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm tired of choking down bottles. <laughs> I want to grow. I want to know God. I want to understand his will. It's time. Listen, we're going through some hard times in this nation, and we're going to need Jesus. You hear what I'm saying? We're going to need Jesus. We're going to need the spirit of the Lord. We're going to need the grace of God. We're going to need to understand who God is and how, what He thinks and what He feels, and how He expects us to to seek Him, to understand what He's doing. As this, you're, you're there yet? Verse two. Oh, chapter two, verse two. Yeah. yeah, First Peter, chapter two, verse two. Okay. As newborn babes. <clears throat> Desiring the pure milk of the word. Listen, when I got saved and I started growing, I was on that little bottle, man. <laughs> Listen, I remember sitting in here, man, the things that God told me, Hallelujah. things that, that God was preparing me for. You know what? I didn't come to church to make people happy. I didn't come to church and it was good to be around good brothers in the Lord. and stuff. I didn't come to church because somebody was making me come to church came to church because I was hungry. You know, God oh my God, God wanted to do something in my life. The men of God, right, that I stood on, behind this pulpit, brother, taught me some stuff, and and, 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 I, and, and it's not because they hated me, they wanted to make, my, make me religious, it's because they wanted me to know. To start, you know, church is, is great, it's a spiritual hospital, I call it. So when you come to church, you're coming to grow. You're coming to understand God's ways. Not to understand the preacher's ways. Not to look who's wearing this and who's wearing that and who's saying this and who's saying that. That's not why you come to church. You come to church to grow. If, if you're a born-again Christian, you just gave your life to Jesus. Listen, somebody listen over the internet right now. I might have just gave his heart to Jesus. You know what you need to do? Go to church. Hear the gospel. Open your Bible. Desire that sincere milk, that pure milk of God's word. Okay, wanting God to move in your life. Listen, I can't even depend on my wife to make me spiritual. She can tell me stuff that I need, but when it comes down, it's it's what we do. What I do with God. What I do with His word. When you die, there won't be anybody with you. It's going to be you and Jesus and what you did with his word. Don't look for me. I ain't going to be there. Don't look for a preacher. He ain't going to be there. Don't look for a church. They're not going to be there. It's what you did with what you got from the preacher. and It's what you did with what you got from church. They were preaching the truth. You should have been eating it up. You should have said, Amen. Praise God. I'm going to do it. I'm going to believe it. I'm going to stand on it, okay? Desiring is to see a miracle of the word that what? Mm-hmm. That, you may grow. Yeah. <laughs> that you may grow. Grow thereby. If you're not growing today, if you're not hungry for the word, there's something wrong. Come on, Christians that have been going to church for, for all years and years and years ought to know what the Word says. Ought to know what the Gospel says. Ought to know what Jesus says. You know, how can I, you learn? It's a simple plan of devoting yourself to some time with God. Listen, I've, I've been reading out of 2 Kings and 1 Kings. Listen, when I, when I told Janice the other day, I was reading about Hezekiah. Hezekiah was one of the godly kings in in, in Judah. And Hezekiah had Rabshak, the king of Assyria, come against him. Rabshak was was a wicked king. He was going to take Hezekiah out. And Rabshak is standing with his army on the other side of the wall of Jerusalem. and And he's saying, what god of all the other nations delivered their people? What the they trust? Don't let Hezekiah make you believe to trust in the Lord. And I learned so much from that. Because the devil is knocking churches down left and right. You know why? Because they're not trusting the Lord. Don't make Hezekiah believe, he said, that God, your Lord will deliver you. Has all the other gods delivered their their kings and their nations out? He was comparing God to a piece of stone and a piece of wood. Because they were worshiping idolatrous gods. The word of the Lord came to Hezekiah. Don't believe one minute that this ungodly king is going to take this land. Come on, somebody. Because he has not defied you, he's defied me. Don't you dare compare me to some piece of stone or piece of brick or piece of uh, a tree stump somewhere. I am the almighty. God, to make the long story short, God sent that king away from Jerusalem. You know what happened to him? His own sons had him killed. You know, you don't, you don't tell God or compare him to anything. He's the almighty. He's not to be compared with false gods, lying spirits. People that, you know, he's not to be scared with what, idolatrous pagans. I don't know, my, my ear is sweating or it don't fit. <laughs> I'm going to get it. We're going to tape it one day. We're going to staple it. <laughs> but anyway, God is not to be compared with false gods. Listen, Hezekiah learned an important lesson because right after that, God said, you better get your house in order, you're going to die. And Hezekiah went before the Lord and he cried out. So God, did I not do what you said to do? Was not I? Am I not your servant? Did I not? I didn't obey you. And God sent the prophet Isaiah to give him 15 more years. Tell Hezekiah, he got 15 more years. Amen. Yes, Hallelujah. Hezekiah knew how to pray, right? <laughs> Listen, you when you get in trouble, you pray. Yeah. Hezekiah was growing. Listen, I'm trying to teach you something this morning. The only way you're going to grow is if you go before the Lord. She said, the devil's going to try to put fear in you. The devil's going to try to discourage you. Listen, it don't take long. Listen, seriously. I get up in the morning. I got my little spot. I open, my, open the word, word of God. And we, me and Janice are here together. We're probably in, in, in 45 minutes. There's nobody nobody up. <laughs> We're sitting there and we we, we, we were praying. You know, people say, well, I can't, I don't have time to pray. What? What? Don't have time? Listen, it, 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 I'm discouraged when I don't get up and God tells me to get up. God has given you life. God has given you health. God has given you prosperity. He's done so much. You can't take a f- few minutes out of your day and say, Lord, here I am. Let me tell you something. My prayer life has changed my life. It has done some. Sometimes I, I feel God more powerful than others. Sometimes I don't feel him at all. I just wait. But the Lord said, give me a place and a time. A place. And listen, I ain't lying to you, my wife. With you. That 4.30 thing in the morning, I beat it every every morning. Without. You know, I got to be really tired. I don't get up at 4.30. I'll get up and... You know, I am praying bad, and I and I'm washing my face. I'm going, but it's like a like a like a uh, a time bell in my my spirit. There's nobody out. God can tell you a lot of things when it's silent in the house. <laughs> I'm growing. You need to be growing. Okay, let me let me read a little bit more to you. Did, I'm gonna tell you last night. I mean Thursday night, I was preaching. What is the Holy Spirit doing in your life? I need to go back and listen to it if y'all can on on the internet. I don't know if Lord put it up yet, but I was wondering, and I asked Sister Janice that when I got up in the morning about four something. I said, Jane, what is the Holy Spirit doing in your life? <laughs> what do you mean? What is the Holy Spirit doing? Listen, she didn't say that, but I'm 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 asking you. What do you mean the Holy? What is the Holy? Is, is he bringing that comfort? Is he bringing that peace? Is he bringing the joy? Is he is he changing your thoughts? He's changing your mind. He's changing your heart. What is he doing in your life? Well, he ain't done nothing in a long time. You know why? Because you haven't let him. She didn't say that, but I, I'm, I'm as a as a minister. Who those who listen on the internet are listening because our hearts have closed the door. Oh, we don't mind going to church. And church is wonderful. You need to be in church. Don't forsake the assembling of yourself together. As the Bible says, as a men are similar. But we have not allowed God to change us because God might demand too much of us, Yvette. He might, be dem- he might demand a more closer walk with him. And that causes something sometimes. It causes something to get close to God. God's not going to say, well, I'm just going to let you get close to me just like that. You don't have to do anything. That's a lie. That's not, that's not how it works. God's going to meet you, but you're going to have to meet him. You're going to have to get a place where you can meet him. Let him change your life. Listen, all of what's going on in the world today, that ain't a hill of beans. If you miss Jesus, if you miss the Holy Ghost, you're, you're in worse trouble. Because that's coming a time you're going to need to call on him. You hear what I'm saying? That's going to come a time when you're going to need to get on your face before God. And say, God, I don't understand it. But I know you're faithful. Hallelujah. I know you're going to take care of me. Whatever I'm going through, you're going to make a way, God. That's what I'm talking about. You know him because you can hear his voice. The sheep hear his voice and know his voice. A harlot of somebody that's hard to take care of the sheep, they won't follow. A harlot is somebody doing a job. If a preacher ever gets to the point where he's just doing a job, he needs to get out behind the pulpit because it's not about doing a job. (laughs) Hear me. Listen, a harling, somebody that's hired to do a job, when the wolves come to to scatter the flock, he's going to run, right? It's a job to him. He's not going to lose his life for the sheep, but my Lord lost his life for the sheep. My Lord has lost his life. He gave his life at Calvary for those sheep 2,000 years ago, and he paid the ultimate price that we don't have to go to hell. We don't have to be without God. We don't have to be without peace or joy. That's the kind of God I'm talking about. That makes you want to go pray. That makes you want to go seek his heart. Hallelujah. That makes you want to draw to him. Desire that sincere milk. Desire the presence of God. Desire living for the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 knowing that he loves you, knowing that he's real, knowing that he wants to fellowship with you, knowing that he wants you to grow in him. Hallelujah. Oh, my God, hallelujah, my God, hallelujah. We need to get close to him. We need to grow. And it starts now. <laughs> You feel like you're far from God this morning? Remember, it starts now. Make a decision in your heart that you're going to draw close to the Lord. Listen, now, you get on your knees. Listen, you might not know how to pray like the biggest big preachers and, and the big prophets, but pray. Just be say, God, help. That's all you need to do. I need you, Jesus. It don't take much to pray like that. Just a pure, pure, pure heart. I love, I feel the presence of the Lord. The love for God. I love to know him. Hallelujah. That's what I'm talking about this morning. How many want to grow this morning? How many want to get close to God? We, this few in here can make a difference in this community if we learn to get in touch with Jesus and grow in his grace. Hallelujah. I could preach. I knew this was one. last Thursday night, I didn't feel like stop stopped preaching. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just had some preaching. I'm just letting it out on you tonight. <laughs> it's morning, Hallelujah! I just felt like keep preaching. Amen. Hallelujah. As de- as newborn babes, desire to see seal makers, you may grow thereby, if indeed you have tasted. <laughs> I like that verse. If you indeed you have tasted in the gracious Lord, or oh, the Lord of Grace, Hallelujah. If you tasted His power, if you tasted His forgiveness, if you tasted His mercy and grace. Worship him, you need to grow. You're not going to grow if you're not born again. Come on, somebody! You're not going to change if you're not you haven't given your life to Jesus. And I'm not just talking to y'all; I'm talking to everybody hearing me right now. Whoever's hearing me over the internet, you're not going to grow till you get born again. Hallelujah! You're not going to grow till you get on that nipple of God's word and the milk of God's word and desire the sincere milk of God. You're not going to grow. It's not going to happen till there's a change in your heart. Hallelujah! Come on, somebody! I don't know about you, but that excites me. I want to know Him, Praise God. Listen, when all that dust is going to. All the mess we see going on in the world is going to settle. That's just going to be you and God. (laughs) Listen, that's eternity. That's where you get before God. And that's where you realize what eternal life is. Hallelujah. It's forever. This is just a, a, we're just a pilgrim passing through. I think the devil's trying to hinder me this morning. Okay. Hallelujah. I'm trying to hold it. We're going to fix it though. Hallelujah. My microphone fell off. But you know what? This is just a, a pass of time. You're like a pilgrim going through. When you're gonna die, when you're gonna meet Jesus, when the rapture's gonna happen, where will you be? Hmm, I feel like preaching this morning. I'm gonna keep you long, but I feel like I got some preaching in my spirit this morning. Oh, this is a good day, amen. I wish we'd add more today, but you're here, hallelujah. Praise God. You're here, you're, you're listening. I can't make you grow. I can't make you. I can only tell you what you need to do as the message of the Lord. Let me read a few more verses and we're gonna close. In Ephesians chapter 4, verses 14. How important is sound doctrine to your growth? How important Is the Bible. Listen, I'm going to be blunt with you. If Jesus is not a daily part of your life, Jesus is not someone you're seeking. Like I said, I don't have to be hours and hours. If the Lord wants you to do that, that's fine. A few minutes a day. Start with 15 minutes a day. Just get in on your knees. Get away from everybody. Find you a closet somewhere. Find you a place where you can talk to the Lord. Okay? Just Listen. Don't think you're going to be heard for much speaking. That's what Jesus said. A lot of people use repetitious prayer. You know what that means? They're just repeating words. They're just saying words oh, over. Lord, bless me and my house. Lord, Lord help me and my mama and my daddy and my, my sisters and my brothers. I'll make sure we have a, 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 some food to eat. And we do the same thing over. And that's fine if you want to do that. But there's a time when you really fellowship with God. There's a time you're going to be fellowship when you don't ask for anything. <laughs> All you want is the growth and spirit of the Lord in your life. Thanking him and worshiping him. Praise God. Talking to God is not all acts and everything. Or acting all the time. It's sometimes it's just giving of yourself. As a sacrifice of praise and worship. People don't take it serious sometimes what we've done a while ago. But that's, that's a worship. It's needful for your growth. It says that we should no longer be children. Tossed to and fro, carried about with every wind of doctrine. Listen, know what you believe this morning. I mean, I know what you believe. How are you going to test what, what, if I'm, what I'm saying is the truth if you don't know what you believe? If you don't know what the Bible says? Listen, if I'm in error as your preacher, you better come and tell me. Listen, if, if you can prove to me scripturally that I'm not telling you the truth, you need to come and tell me. I won't be offended. I'll show my little pride. It might come up, but you know. But I'll listen. <laughs> listen, we, I'm starting to get a routine in my own house. And Janice says, you know you shouldn't have done. And listen, I say, you're right. <laughs> she, she goes, and I say, you're right. <laughs> you know, if I'm acting a certain way, that's not right. Tell me about it. Praise God. Tell me about it. I want to know. I want to know what's the will of God in my life. And hallelujah, sometimes it takes a wife or a husband to do it. Amen? He says that you don't be carried about with every wind of doctrine by the craftiness of man or trickery of man in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. I'm reading New King James, Okay. The cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. You know they got people plotting to deceive you? There's a devil out there plotting to lie to you. You know, the devil wakes up every morning and he says, I'm a to lie to Ray, or Ivera, Delilah, all, anyone, anyone in here. I'm going to try to make them fall. Hey, come on. I got a plan to take them to hell with me. I got a plan. You see, if you don't know what that book says... See that's what Jesus defeated him on the mountain, forty days and forty nights. The devil would say, would say something like, "If you be the son of God, make these stones bread." For it's written, "God shall," you know, you know. But right, and Jesus quoted, he said, "Man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God." Now what? Listen, I'll preach. How does a man live? Every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. If you want to know how to live for God, every word. You got to eat that word, amen. You got to eat that bread, amen. It's got to come to you, praise God. It's got to, you got to be able to come against the devil with His word, with the word of God. If Jesus would have lost that battle on that mountain, there's no use having his church. There's no use praising God because we'd all be doomed. If, if he'd have gave in to the devil on that mountain, we'd be be doomed, okay? But he says this, by the plotting, but speak, what? The truth in love, that you may grow in all things unto him who is the head, even Christ. Speak the truth in what? Love. Listen, I could be at my house today, or you could be at your house today, and just sitting and just not worried about souls at all. But when I get up here, I'm to, I'm to speak the truth in love. I want to I be faithful to the Lord. I want you to be faithful to the Lord. Because you're going to make a difference when this church is going to start growing. They're going to need prayer, right? They're going to be looking for somebody to grab them by the hand and say, listen, I know it's rough, but Jesus can touch you. Let me tell you what the word says. Come unto me, all ye that are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Come and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you'll find rest unto your soul. Thank God for that verse. That's one of my favorite verses in the Bible, Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. Come unto me, all ye that are heavy laden. There are people that are heavy. There are people that are hurting. There are people that are struggling in their marriages and their homes and their families. That little guy that I knew for years, I mean, uh, when I was a boy. I killed a couple of days ago, and you know what? I prayed for his mom. I don't know if she knows the Lord or not, but I asked God to comfort. I uh, listen. I know how hard it is. My mom tell you losing a lot of children. It's not an easy thing, and there's times we have to go to God with that heavy laden. But He'll give us rest. I don't know where I'd be if it wouldn't be for that. I'm gonna tell you the truth. If it wouldn't be for this book. Giving me comfort, giving me strength with the Holy Spirit being there to teach me, comfort me. I don't know where I'd be. I'm going to tell you right now, I'd be dead probably. Because all them boys, a lot of them boys I grew up with, a lot of them are dead. And I asked God, why am I still here? Ran back and forth on the levee with them. Did all kind of stuff with them, same boys, a majority of them, at least 80, 90 of them. percent. I'm not joking. The ones I knew, they're, they're dead. Died young. Why am I still here? Because God has a plan. Amen for my life. And I know that plan is not going to be in what I think it is. It's going to be where that book says. Listen, I know what the will of God is for my life. God's word is His will. That's the bottom line. Well, you know, I I, I got other things. There's nothing wrong with doing things, but when it comes to the point, when you make a decision, it has to be in the will of God. How many of you heard me say, I have a will for my children. Everything I got is theirs. Me and Jan's both. God has a will. I'm in his will. I'm reading. He wrote me down. I inherit joint heirs with Christ. What Jesus has, I have. Because I'm in his will. There was a will made. God made a will. And everything that God done and created is for his children. Right? Me and Book watch a lot of stuff, and uh, I stood for a few years, and I know God let it because let I, I was watching that Hollywood Graveyard. It's a, it's, a video, it's a thing on YouTube. And all these people that had fame and money, right, they had everything that a human being could want, committing suicide, dying, some don't make it 50 to 50 years old. No, no, they, 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 they get married, some of them, to nine times. Why? You know what I'm saying? Why why are we looking for anything but what God has? Why are we looking for anything but what the Lord has? Why? Why? Listen, they had it all. They had the money, the fame, the glory, everything a man and woman could want. Hanging themselves. I'm telling you the truth. We studied that stuff. Committing suicide on drugs. Dying young. Some of the most famous people you could could name, all died, most of them died young. But I thought this was the life. I thought the world, what did Jesus say when when, uh, the devil said, Bow before me? He showed him the kingdoms in the world in a moment's time. He said, You bow before me, you can have all this. He wanted Jesus, the creative universe, to bow before him and proclaim him God. The devil wanted the devil to Jesus, the creative universe, to proclaim him God. Come on, somebody. It says, you shall worship the Lord thy God, and him only shall you serve. That was a direct commandment. He told the devil that. There's only, only one God and one, one Christ and one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. Come on, somebody. Let's stand up and praise God. I don't, I just feel the, I want to ask you a question. Believe me, I'm not picking on anybody, seriously. Your spiritual growth is a concern to me, all right? My spiritual growth is a concern to me. Because if we're not going to allow God to grow in our life, Jesus to grow in our life, what good are we? I just want to be saved and make heaven. Really. A baby can be born in this world, but if you just give them one bottle, they're not going to live very long. You got to keep feeding it, Feeding, I figure about what, nine months, they're starting a little bit of rice and a little bit of potatoes and a little bit of, and they're starting things solid. But you know, they, they're not going to shove a steak in front of a newborn baby. Huh? Because he don't he don't have the ability to chew it. He don't have the ability to digest it. They're going to give him milk. They're going to give him milk or her milk. Because that's all they can handle right now. Now as that baby grows, could you see me, Yvette, sitting at a table and Janice, here's your bottle of milk, man. <laughs> it's true. Can you see me sucking on a bottle of milk? I got some chili at my house. I want some chili, man, with some corn chips. I want something I can chew on. <laughs> I still like milk, but I eat I... <laughs> You drink it out of a glass. Like a fan. Yeah. <laughs> can you see me acting Janice? I'm, I'm not eating all this stuff you're cooking. I give me a bottle of uh, Gerber baby food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't, I don't know how to use this spoon, so you're going to have to feed me. You can see me sitting in a high a... <laughs> chair. A high chair. <laughs> <laughs> a high chair. What a pretty sight. But it doesn't it doesn't fit. It's okay when I was a baby. But now I'm not a baby anymore. I don't need a high chair. I need a table and I need a place to sit with a plate and a fork. Hallelujah. Boy, you got that picture in your mind. Me sitting in a, in a, a high chair. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. You will take a big body. You better back up a milk truck next to my house with a nipple on the hose or something. But I want to encourage you, praise God. Okay. <laughs> you. Hallelujah. Okay. <laughs> but you know what? We're going to grow, okay? Everybody in this church was here today and those that are coming. Well, we got some milk bottles, okay? When they're going to first need it, then we're going to start you on milk. But man, after a while, you're going to have to eat the good stuff. And spit it out. Because those that spit it out will never get the nourishment. Oh, you, you said the right. <laughs> we need to learn to grow. And, and listen, that's between you and the Lord, okay? I'm here to encourage you. Uh, I can't go to your house. You can't come to my house and make us pray. Make us read the Bible. If something is missing in your life, it's you and God. You have to deal with the Lord. I I, I don't feel I have any reason to apologize for what I said this morning. I believe it's what it's to motivate you, all right, to hear God's word, Amen. to understand it. Because believe me, when you're going to die, that's what you're going to be looking for. You want to hear him say, well done, good and faithful servant. Welcome into the jaw law. Or don't, you don't want to hear him say, uh, depart from me, you worker of iniquity, I never knew you. I'm going to shock you. I believe personally. I have a, my own responsibility for my, my, uh, my spiritual life. But you can bank on it. There are preachers that's going to hear that word. Depart from me, you workers of iniquity, I never knew you. Preachers that have been preaching milk sermons to people that should be eating meat. They, they just keep shoving a bottle in their mouth as long as they're happy, as long as they're content, as long as they like not being messed with. Come on, somebody. Deceitful workers, those that are plotting. They might not tell you, well, we're plotting to destroy this life. They're doing exactly what Satan do. They'll think it's God and it's not. People don't need Christians that have been in the faith long enough. Don't need a bottle. They don't need milk. They need meat. Desire, and I'm gonna tell you something before I close. I, I like, I, and I preach. I'm gonna preach a sermon one day on the Lord is my shepherd. I, I want to get more into detail. I used to preach that years ago. You know, when a when a when a, a sheep is, you know, has a baby, sheep dies. I want you to speak to that in your mind. The shepherd has to find a way to take a little orphan sheep and make that sheep accept the baby sheep. You know, you know what I'm saying? In other words, he might have an orphan sheep that needs a mother. But that sheep, right, is not going to take that little baby sheep because it's not his. It's not hers. What he does, he either ties him up and forces the, uh, the mama to feed the little sheep. So what happens is that when that milk goes through that little body, the mama can smell her milk. She says, this smells like mine. You know what I'm saying? And another thing he'll do, he'll either take the little sheep that died and he'll skin it and wrap the fur around the baby sheep that's alive. So when she smells, she can smell her sheep, her little, sheep, our little lamb, or sheep. God has done wrapped us with his mercy and his righteousness. When God sm- looks at you and smells you, he's got to smell Jesus. Come on, somebody. He's got to be able to, 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 to smell his milk. Come on, Holy Ghost. He's got to be able to smell the righteousness of Jesus. You've been wrapped with his. You, I can't get to heaven on my own righteousness. I can't get to heaven on my own doings. I can't get to heaven on my own works. I got to get to heaven on... On God's word and God's milk and, 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 the, and the righteousness of Jesus. Amen. One day I want to go through a sensitive thing on it. I'll probably take a few few services to teach on it. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want or lack. He making me to lie down in green pastures. He leading me beside the still water. A, do I walk to the valley of the shadow of dead. I'll feel no evil. For well, Lord, you are with me. Your rod and your staff. My God they comfort me. Come on somebody. I need, I need the righteousness of God. I need the shepherd to watch over my soul. I need the spirit of the Lord to come over me. Praise God. I need the grace and mercy of God. I need the milk of his word. I need the righteousness of Christ. Hallelujah. Those things are important. You're not going to make it any kind of way, but through that,